Are you going? True are professionals. We yes, we we're going. We are live. This is the Monday Mass. I'm Chris Cote. I'm Todd Richards. Why do you always get to say it? Why do you have? To, why do you get okay, to say start it? Okay, start over. I'll no, delete that. No, it's part. all right. You ruined I'll it. Ca- I'll edit it. You ruined the moment. Go ahead. No, I. You already did it. This is the Monday Mass. Thank you. Hi. Go ahead. This is going to be start. our. This is going to be our podcast you this start. week. It's we're already. Starting off like a plane flying straight into the Andes. I don't know why you're being argumentative early. I'm not. Because if you want to do the intro, you can totally. I'm just do the curious. Intro. Like our roles, we have we have like distinct roles here at Monday Mass. Stink, stinky roles. Stink roles. Uh, hey, anyway, it's action sports podcast about nothing. Nothing. We've had a lot today. Is yeah. September? Wait, that's wrong. It's September 9th. Don't look. Don't, you don't have to look at that part. You just made it's this September 12th. Wow. What day are you living I was in? way off. You're way off. Anyways, it's September 12th. We're here at the Monday Mass. It's a yeah. Monday. Um, it's a normal day. It's a normal day. Normal you've had podcast. A, but, but you've had a lot going on that we will get into uh, right. very short. Actually, yeah. just Southern California in general <laughs> has had a lot going on. There's been a lot yeah. happening here. Did you want to restart the whole thing or nope. was that good? I feel like we've... I'll are, just edit that. We're already on fire. Why not just keep driving yeah. at high speed? Exactly. September 12th, 2022. This is the world's greatest action sports podcast. Uh, I got to start the ad block with an ad for a new film coming out called The Shakedown. This is a DIY local surf film made by Beasting Productions, a.k.a. Brian Johnson. We're going to call Brian in surf news and get people excited about going to the premiere. And the premiere is when? Premiere is Wednesday night at La Paloma Theater, the hallowed halls of surf cinematography. That's where every... Surf film should premiere. Uh, so it's going to be fun. It'll be a packed house, two shows, classic surf film. Very know? cool. The first showing will be a bunch of rats in there screaming grommets. Mm-hmm. Second will be grown ups, but it'll probably be a mix of both. What was, the, uh, what was the premiere where they ripped all the seats out? That was Momentum 2. Okay. And it was Electric Kool Aid, Sprung Monkey, Pennywise. Pennywise, Pennywise played. Yeah, and the, yeah, the first what sit the first three rows of seats got ripped out. There was a mosh pit in this historic theater, and that was the last time there was live music in there for about eight years. Really, Pennywise ruined everything, but in the best way possible. That was one of the most fun. I was in high school, and I was there, and we were stage diving off off the seats into the stage, and then off the stage into the seats. It was insane. Wow. Yeah, that was super fun. So I love surf movies. So I mean, long. that could happen. I well, there's no live band playing. No, no Pennywise. No Brohem. Oh. No Unknown Road. What other Pennywise songs? Do I, like? I don't know. Pennywise, the song Pennywise about the clown. Anyway, so yeah, we do have a uh, quite a production going on. I mean, we have here. we have some spectacular lighting today. We've got some stuff going on. I mean, you can't see it, but trust us. There's about what what is what, why okay. I'm working with a film, uh, a, a production company called TXL Films. We're we're working on a thing called. <laughs> you're gonna love it. <laughs> what is it? Because I know you think this of me. It's called uh, the Genius Project. <laughs> I knew you're gonna laugh at that. Geniusworld.com. Uh, we're filming this thing. It's kind of a PSA series. Okay. Uh, it's about me. And this whole time that this has been happening, I'm waiting for Ashton Kutcher to jump out. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to, like, have they met you yet? Uh, no, it's got, like, a blind date. Oh. They just asked me, they're like, you're, you're a genius, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Is that how it works? Yeah. If you say it out loud, if you say... Are you manifesting? I'm a genius. <laughs> Enough times. Who's to say you're not? You say, I'm a genius in the mirror. There's something about you, Todd, that is genius. Hmm. What is it? Yeah, wait, what? Exactly. That's We're going to find out. Okay. Not now. <laughs> Maybe later on. But so, year. yeah. So we've got some cameras. We've got some yeah. wonderful lighting going they don't on. Have, you know, they don't really have to worry about there's that. Red, there's red cameras and all kinds of stuff. Oh, that's a Ari. Ari? We got, yeah. You guys can, you guys can say hi. Oh, Okay. Yeah. Hi. See? See? There's other that's people our crew. Here. They're always here. It's weird that this production company doesn't allow these guys to wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> that's odd. It's distracting. It is hot, though. But it is, it is, it yeah. is steamy. That's here. true. They do have shirts on. Uh, what else we got? Uh, yeah, we're going to call Brian Johnson. I do have one more update. Is this before the ad block? Yeah, we're, still, we're not even at the ad block yet is the best part about it. What's, um, what else is the update? Well, I want to tell you real quick about uh, 
100 wave challenge. Okay. We've been talking about this quite a bit lately and it's happening. It's coming soon. So you need to go to 100 wave challenge and you're going to get all the, all the info there. Damien Hobgood's involved. Let me see here. I should have written this down in the script. Damn it. People, do people know that we write stuff down sometimes? No, no. You want to start the ad block? Yeah. Okay. Well, you start. Yeah. All right. Well, the ad the month. Let's start that again. <laughs> hey. Money Mass is brought hey, to you by our fine sponsors, Bachans. Bachans is a Japanese barbecue sauce. You could actually spread it on a shoe and make your shoe taste good enough to eat. At Try Bachans on Instagram. Bachans bring family together. Love at it. Pedal Electric. Pedal, at Pedal.Electric. Excuse me. The best e-bikes on the market. The only e-bike that I've ever seen that's got two motors. Imagine that. One in the front, one in the back. It's Double. a party all the time. Herschel Supply Co. At Herschel Supply. If you're going to get a backpack for back to school, if you're going to get a bag to drag through the airport, why not have it be a Herschel Supply Co. backpack? Oh, my gosh. And 100%. accessories. They make the best damn stuff out there. And you have the independent collab that you can actually fit I your do. I'm on a roll right now, go Chris. Ahead. Now you're just getting in my Sorry, way. Sorry, go ahead. You're okay, doing great. Here we go. Beneath Apparel job. at BN3TH Apparel. Underwear. The Fantastic. Best. Unbelievable. Breathable. It's unbelievable breathable. It's really what their tagline should be. You, should uh, be you get the first one for free. <clears throat> but uh, what? Beneath Apparel, great underwear. Nanocraft CBD. Do you want your CBD in drops that help you go to sleep? Do you want your yes. CBD in small capsule form? Do you want to have it? They've got multiple ways to get CBD into your body. You want to go to sleep. You want to stay awake. You want to just have an all-time uh, CBD party within your physical form? Nanocraft CBD. Let me, let me interject there. This is pertinent information. Okay. So you've tried the Nanocraft CBD stick, right? Yeah. Like sore muscles. Yeah. So I went to a show last night. I saw Shellac, one of my favorite bands, at the Belly Up. One of my wife's favorite bands, too. It was an epic night. I was doing some headbanging. Mm. And I woke uh, – before I went to bed, I rubbed the Nanocraft CBD on the back of my neck. This is probably showing my age a little bit here. But I woke up in the morning. My neck was pretty sore little nanocraft cbd on there and felt a lot better i put nanocraft yeah. cbd stick on for deodorant once by accident because it was dark no in the bathroom. You didn't. yes i did and i was going to the airport and my armpits burned for like four hours at it least was, you didn't put it uh, downstairs I, do you put deodorant on your balls uh no do you okay. no well, why would you know. even ask that it's i'll really, just edit that part it's out really weird bugs naturals do you need uh, collagen in your life? I do. How about some MCT brain oil? Yes. Well, Bub's Naturals can fill that fill slot. Fill that void every day. Okay, you go. Hanson's You're so Hansen. good at the Hanson surfboards, right. Reed. Hanson surfboards. They've been the premier shop in Encinitas for more than a bunch of decades. Okay? I can't get specific because I really don't know. Okay. But at Hanson surfboards... Uh, if you want to get a surfboard, their snowboard gear is now in. They've got trunks. They've got wetsuits for the winter time because even though it's a million degrees right now, um, winter is right around the corner. That's right. And guess what? We're having a dog party at Hanson's. Oh, that's happening. When is the that? The dog wash fundraiser is Sunday the 18th from 9 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. Todd's going to be there washing mm -hmm. dogs. Just washing dogs. Maybe washing a cat or two. You we talked last week about washing cats. <laughs> Todd no one's wa has a license to wash your cats. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's going to be super fun. Go to at Hanson Surfboards on the gram. At Panic and Coffee yeah. and Tea. Panic and Coffee and Tea is what gets you jacked up in the morning to be able to, uh, I don't know, just make your way through life. Yeah, I agree. Been drinking a lot of Panic and lately. Um, at New but, Greens. Yes. New Greens keeps you healthy. And, and keep and new and you know i went and surfed all basically it's been like two weeks of really fun surf and i swear i haven't really had time to eat any food in the mornings except for my new greens when i wake up you haven't you haven't eaten no two like weeks. before i went before i go surf in oh. the morning yeah what is your morning what i get up i make coffee i make my panic and coffee and tea. i do a drip coffee at home okay a panic, panic and, coffee and, and beans and tea. yep okay and then i do my two scoops of new greens right okay 
Put the berry, shake it, shake it up in the thing, drink that, and then usually I'm out the door. No solids before no, I don't, you serve. Maybe a piece of toast morning. if I'm feeling frisky. You ever do avo toast from Panikin? No. Well, no. I see. I'm not going to the Panikin before I go out. You go? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see, go straight I'm a in the ocean. Pre-surf, Panikin guy. You're a post-surf panic Post-surf panic guy. Yeah. And so what do you order post-surf generally? Huevos Rancheros. You go Huevos Rancheros. It's, really, it's like crazy how that's probably 70% of the food that I eat is Huevos Rancheros from Panikin. That's why you're so fit. Right? We got a lot of comments last week. About uh, how fit I am? Todd's uh, body. Sick. More we so did? your skin. <laughs> Thanks. People wanting to know if you really do have see-through skin, they can see your organs and yeah. bones. If I yes, look, you can. If I look like E.T. He's not taking his shirt off anytime soon. You Online is our home where we... That's our host. Yeah. They host our podcast. You Online and Olas Media, yeah. Yep. And it's, they do great things for us. Uh, at DieCutStickers.com. That's at DieCutStickers and spelled out D-O-T-C-O-M on Instagram. You want some stickers made? You have a crazy saying that you want to put on a bumper sticker? Oh, I don't like, like I break for pandas. Local, Our local train is horny. Yeah. Our, our the the Encinitas the train trains horny, are super yeah. horny because people around town are like, the train horn's too loud. So yeah. we're like, yeah. That's a local joke. It's a local joke. If you're not local, you might not know it. Right. You had an idea for a sticker last week. I thought that was what was it? Um, I don't remember. Oh, something about Bezos. Oh, Jeff Pesos. Jeff Pesos. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't make them yet. No. But that's the fun part about diecutstickers.com is you can just go on there and make anything you want. I I would I would think. I mean, they probably have rules. <laughs> you probably can't make Maybe anything not. you want. People are desperate you to can make push money the these limits. days. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's um, go to surf news okay. because you've you've been deep in it. That's right. I do want to say the 100 Wave Challenge is coming up. Check out 100wave.org. We got big happenings right now, right around the corner. This is all going down. You can also check them out on Instagram, which is a great way. It's social media, Todd. Mm-hmm. It's very it's social. So you can check out at 100 Wave Challenge. Sean Thompson's going to be involved. Damien Hobgood, like I said, they're raising money for Boys to Men, an incredible foundation that basically helps boys become men in the most positive way. So uh, we support them. We support the 100 Wave Challenge. It's going to be awesome. Surf News brought to you by Hanson Surfboards. I'm going to call Brian Johnson, a.k.a. BJ. And BJ is probably doing yard work right now. Really? Keeping, trying to keep his mind off the fact that he's got a big... Movie is the movie premiere. done? That's the first question you should ask. That's him. you. You can okay. ask him. I'll that. Ask that okay. I told him we were calling. This would be very embarrassing in front of this big crew. Is he there? Brian Johnson, aka BJ, aka Beasting Productions. This is a big week, Brian. This is Chris Cote and Todd Richards. Todd has one question for you, Brian. Is the movie done yet? What's up? <laughs> Is the movie 100% complete right now? Yeah, and I think I've watched it too much. I want to go on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Johnson, DIY independent surf cinematographer. Uh, thank you, by the way, for putting a wave of me in the last film. Get oh, that oh, oh, wait. And you haven't seen this wave yet, Chris. It's the best one. Well, there's, oh. there's still time. There's still, there's time, still time to take it out. Todd, you could probably take my way out and put a wave of Todd. Tell us about this film and uh, tell us about the excitement levels. This is basically going to bring all the local surfers out uh, to the hallowed halls of La Paloma Theater. It's going to be a big night. Yeah, I really think it's going to be kind of a repeat of last year um, after what's happened, you know, the COVID thing, everything. That's why I called the last one a lockdown. And now this is the shakedown. Everyone's ready to shake it down and get busy back again in the theater and make it even better than last year. So um, I, I really appreciate everyone that's helped out with this film, especially you, Chris. What you guys are doing right now, this podcast is amazing. Um, all the parents that's out right. there, you know, the, the, the community makes this thing happen. So. Um, I, I expect a big turnout, and everyone's going to walk out of there just being more stoked to wake up the next morning and go go surf. Now I always wondered that. Why do we have surf premieres at night? We should have them at 5 a.m., <laughs> and that way you watch the premiere, and you can immediately go surf. This way, we're going to be so hyped up after this premiere, we're not going to be able to sleep. Well, absolutely, and that's like, well, unless the lights are on at Chart House, and you really want to go get a session okay. at George's on, right? Todd will do that. Oh, yeah, I'm way into he that. He loves the shark vibe. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's what I want. I want the vibe to uh, have have you leave the theater wanting to go paddle out and and, and go surf. Um, but unfortunately, it is at night, not in the morning. So well, is it is it mainly based in and around North County, or is it? Do you go on any trips? Like, what's the where's the locations we got? You know what? That's a great question. I think the best way to answer that is a lot of uh, filmmakers travel to make surf films. I make my surf film in pretty much one lot in one spot. That's so sick. I love spot like spot films. I think that's so killer. Yeah, and it's not just spot films. It's also like. Like, say if someone had a really good session that time, I'm putting every wave in that session to show that this guy was on fire during that oh, session. Oh, that's killer. And I try to pair a song with it to, to make it look cool. You would actually, you you and Brian have very similar musical tastes. Oh, we do? Yes. Okay. In past films, we're talking Hot Snakes, we're talking you know, local amazing bands. Give us uh, some of your standout bands that you're using in this in uh, this edition. Um, I'm gonna be. Oh my gosh, I love this question because I can't get them out of my player. So my top two hot ones right now are quicksand and seaweed. All right. Ooh, so there we go. Yeah. See, there we go. Answer. That's my. Yeah. <laughs> that's my Perfect right. My answer. right. My uh, wheelhouse. Hell yeah. Right. Well, um, for some reason, they just fit so well with editing. You you throw it in there, and the surfer just search to it. It's like it's effortless. Oh, That's yes. killer. And we got Brody Fish Buck in there as kind of the mascot. You got uh, some local legends, of course, who are give us give us two standouts in this film that are going to surprise us with amazing surfing. Oh man! Okay, so Taylor Clark at the end, the closer is really radical because he changed his whole board system this year. Last year he was on something bigger, and this year he's using three different shapes. So um, that's pretty radical to watch also the progression of the girls i'm going to tell you right now the girl power in this community watch out boys it's hot dude these guys better watch out because these girls are 11 12 right behind them Love and it. it's amazing actually brody's the only person who's seen the whole film and his favorite section was the girls I love it. Yeah, it's Hell so yeah. sick. Thank you so much, BJ. Uh, we will be there in full force. Cannot wait to see this movie. Uh, check out Bee Sting Productions on the gram. There's a dash in there, right? That's just Bee Sting, Bee Sting Television on the gram. That's what it is. Bee Sting Television on the gram. All the information there. Is it sold you out? Check it out right now. Um, I would guess right now. I was just at the theater with Alan testing the uh, film out on Friday, and he asked me to increase the rate of tickets so i think there's right now about 10 or 15 tickets left on the first show wow wow all right love it we're gonna sell that thing out thank yep. you bj you're the best okay thank you guys tick there might be a wave of me in the movie todd <laughs> you might want to go don't get everyone's hopes up beasting television on the gram the shakedown is coming now let's talk about Okay, the Rip Curl WSL you finals. were at the rip curl wsl finals why are you talking like that you making fun of me no. Oh, you got your Bruce Buffer voice? Oh, <laughs> shit. I forgot about that. You just reminded me. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, okay. So I got to ask you, did they tell you to like be over the top? Like, what was the deal? Because That's funny that you say that because somebody sent a question to that same thing. Well, I'm asking you the question. I didn't see that question, but I'm, there's a noticeable difference from how you normally talk, speak, and then when you went full WWF. Yes. Like what was going on? You're like an MMA guy now. I like, am, yeah, yeah. I'm an what, MMA did they guy. tell you that so, you need to bring the energy? Yes. So it was the directive was taking from the Olympics, taking from you know some pageantry of other sports to do these introductions to build the excitement, build the drama, have the surfers face off, mm -hmm. and yeah, it was they they kind of gave me free reign. You know, make this your own. And I just thought the best way to do it was to lean into it and fully go just announcer go full guy. Because monster truck rally. If I was up there, I'm like, hey, what's up? Oh, this is going to be fun, man. We got Stephanie Gilmore coming. Like, that isn't going to translate. So I just started yelling. And <laughs> it was super fun. It was weirdly stressful, even though I was only working like 30 seconds at a time. But I'd be sitting there watching everything unfold. I'm like getting ready for the next announcement. Mm -hmm. Go out there and... 
I kind of left my body every time, and I turned into someone else, someone who was, uh, yeah, like really buffer, really style, sweaty, really sweaty and excited. <laughs> uh, but you know, I felt like it was, it was for that kind of live atmosphere. For well, that you have excitement. to like, and and you know, you I probably you probably it. got a lot of shit for it, but like some when yeah. it's basically when you're pitting two people against each other and they come out and they're like doing the thing, like you know, it's like a face off. Yeah. Of course, it has to have that vibe. Well, that was, and that was basically taken directly. So I did it at the Olympics. I was not out on the stage. I was up in a booth. Right. And it was kind of more of, not like, uh, it wasn't as WWE-ish. Mm -hmm. It was more kind of pulled back a little bit. But I think there being a crowd there. And admittedly, the first two times I did announcements, people on the in the on the beach were like, "What is this? What the hell is going on? Why well, the, is this guy yelling?" We'll at get us? to what is this news at the end of yeah. this surf block. Yeah. But, so the event went down. Obviously, it's the top five men and women. They yep. go and they compete. We're going to have a world champion. More about my thoughts on that towards the end of the surf block. Get but it all out. It, but it was well. Okay. Well. Stephanie Gilmore, basically, Steph Gilmore wins, from comes comes from last to first. Yes. Basically, battles her way up the brackets to take down Carissa Moore and go home as the world champion. Eight-time world champ. Eight-time champi- eight world champion. Budgets are, are being scrambled to make sure she gets paid her bonuses. I got, oh, I should have worn it. What? I got the Stephanie Gilmore hat. That's it. And I got it autographed. That's awesome. Yeah. It was insane. She was so emotionally uh, invested in it. It's awesome because, yeah. you know, but at the same time, in her post-heat interview, she's like, look, Carissa Moore, who has 10,000 more points than I do, cumulative over this yeah. season, is by all intent and purpose the world champ. But because of the format, you know, Steph will walk, go home as the world champ. Now I'm not here to argue whether the validity of we of, can argue if you Steph, want. No, I don't want to. I'm just Steph's freaking oh. awesome. But Steph actually pointed out the weirdness of the whole thing. Well, in the context, so the WSL has obviously made, in my opinion, has made an effort to make this more of a more sport, you know, more sport like. Mm. So if you think about it in the context of let's say football, right? The you know football. The ball. Mm. It's not the ra- it's not the round football. It's the American style football. Yeah, I got you. So New England Patriots. You you, yep. you know New England. Yes. Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. They went undefeated all the way to the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl, they were caught with their pants down. They got their ass kicked by the New York Giants. Right. And uh, that right there is kind of the same system, right? This is no. This is supposed to be known as Surfing's Super Bowl. So if you're the true champion, if you're the undisputed champ, you got to be on all the time. Have you ever heard of the phrase apples to oranges? That is what we are dealing with right here. We are dealing with you're trying to put surfing in this sport box. I am? Yeah. You just said it's like the Super Bowl. Bowl. Surfing is this apple, and you're trying to fit it into, make it into an orange, and it doesn't work. Okay. Because we've been doing it the one way. What about this, the Olympics? What about the Olympics? You qualify for the Olympics, and then it's a one-day thing. Yeah, and you're the and you're the world. And there's champion. A, there's a lot of controversy about the Olympics as well. It's coming up. Too. If, it is coming up. Yeah. But if if the Olympics was the end all, and that's all anyone was doing was trying to become the gold medalist, and that was like the pinnacle, then we wouldn't have this world championships uh, of surf. It would be everything would be heading towards the top of the pyramid, which is the Olympics. But that is not the case. But so should let me here. You, you finish. Let me finish. Yeah. If we are arguing, if if this is truly, you know, we've been doing, we've been crowning world champs a certain way for yeah. how many how many years did they crown world champs like that? Fifty Since, years. Yeah, fifty years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, because everyone has attention deficit disorder and no one can freaking pay attention to what's I going do. on anymore, we've got to have this crazy sport day where we doesn't matter. Sport day. It doesn't matter what you've done the entire season, like. Ultimately, and I was talking about this to somebody in the water, Carissa could have won every single event coming up until that, till the final day yep. and then just had a bad day. Just, and like then the, she, just like the New England Patriots. And then she's not the world champion. Just like the New England yeah, Patriots. Yeah, but we're not football, Chris. This, these, these examples don't fit. 
But don't you think? I'm not taking any. I'm of, not taking anything away from Steph. No, I know you're not. I know you're not. But l- think about it this way: so many times in the past, the world champion has been crowned, and it's like a dude sitting in the towel in the yard at pipe, and they're like, "You're the world champion." He's like, "Ah, oh, sweet." Yeah, you know? but that's not. This you, is like trying to build that moment. I understand that, but at the same time, you're discounting the cumulative effort that has happened over the course of 12 months or I'm six not, months or whatever. I don't think they're discounting it because they are rewarding the top five and the top one mathematically has a huge advantage and percentage of winning, just well, like we saw with Felipe yeah, and Gabriel but like, last okay, year. Let's, let's say, for example. Yes. Okay. Let's say, for example, that, that um, Steph gets third at every event coming up to pipe, the way the old format used to be. Okay. Carissa has won everything coming into pipe. Okay. Okay. Mathematically, even if Steph wins, she can't unseat Carissa for the title because Carissa has performed um, incredibly in all these different venues. Carissa would have been crowned champion randomly on the day one of competition on the beach in Portugal. Where's the? Maybe they it's just, exciting, but, but here's, where's the? Here's, where's the? Here, real I'll, th- I'll throw this in there. What if they don't actually say it until it's that? Until here is the day where we crown the world champ. You guys may have worked it out in your heads mathematically, but we aren't saying it until this day. I just think everyone would know. Yeah, well, in that day. But that's still is the Rip Curl WSL finals. Oh my God. What, okay, so would it help you? Would it help? Take your corporate shill hat off. I'm for not. A I'm. I. I. I personally do like that format. I think it's exciting. I think it's fun. Do I think it could be finished up somewhere like Chopo, somewhere like J Bay, somewhere like Pipeline? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of a, a gripe that some people have is like, well, lowers is a great wave to watch, but is that the like Super Bowl venue? Right. You know, yeah, I think yeah, the yeah. year before it was. I think this year it was good. And to say it was good enough, do you think? To, I'm not saying that to sound like a slight. Do you think maybe, perhaps that they could, you know, there is room for a one-off event that is super big prize money, that is invite only. Say like an X Games, where you invite the top such and such on one day, and you have this kind of an event, or maybe. But a, what's a the difference? What's the difference between that and what they do now? Because because I feel like like what people have accomplished over a, a course of a year like it would just I, I just look at this strictly from my competition history and like what you know you bust your freaking ass yeah. to like to get an overall title you bust your freaking ass and like you know you go into these places and you're grinding and grinding and grinding and you finally get there and then it would really suck like i think put myself in a position where okay well here's the us open it's the last event of the year for me for snowboarding so us you open need to get second or above to win the title if i get second place or above i win the title but like someone who was behind me in the points all sudden wins and now they are the world champ and i'm in fifth and everything you blew it yeah you got to be clutch all the way through we can't make it easy on these people well okay so moving on from this because i don't think we're i don't think we're agreeing on this but felipe toledo did he did actually the prophecy came true. Yes, clutch, which I think was good. But I, d- I will say this: that it came damn close from Italo unseating him yeah. in there. I do feel like Italo may have gotten squeaked on a score a little bit in the final. I mean, it was definitely Italo was definitely grinding out a score to get to put himself up in there. Manufactured. Yeah. So maybe maybe it didn't look the prettiest, but but it was it was right there. It was yeah it. I saw. You know what you have? I'm talking about the one where Felipe did like five of the same turn, and Italo did a couple air reverses and like kind of, kind yeah. of like square peg round hold a couple turns. It was. I feel like a lot of it was a, a little bit too over amped, a little too forced. Right. Whereas Felipe, he wasn't on point. Was, Felipe was surgical and beautiful. Yeah. And Italo wasn't typical yeah. Italo. He was. I think he was hurt to be honest because really? I saw him. I mean, they showed him on screen icing his ankle. But he was jumping off the stage. He was full Terminator mode. Like it was that to me. That's what, what what made it so exciting and so fun to watch. Is I mean, both like Stephanie just starts slicing her way through the field. She had a shaky start too, mm-hmm. and it looked like it was same thing yeah, was going to happen gonna get as last taken year. Out. Yeah. But 
you know, obviously we know how that ended. And I did, I mean, uh, luckily, and you, you captured an amazing image of me. Of you. Right well, in the mix. Okay. Can we, can we just address <laughs> that? that? Okay. Image. So the end of the end of the, the event. Yeah. It's, Felipe Toledo's on stage with his dad, hugging his dad, yeah. and they zoom in, and there is Chris, yeah, like this into the crowd. But they're over here. But the, yeah, like, but Felipe and his but dad. I are showed over you here, the. Chris, you saw the picture. Okay. What were you doing? I thought I was hiding behind. So, but, but what were you doing? I was getting a picture of Felipe and. No, his you dad. weren't. I shut the. I posted the picture. You posted the picture. It's it's one of those Instagram versus reality that I was <laughs> working in my favor. <laughs> Because I got this beautiful image. It is the most incredible shot. Here, let me show you the. It's mic. the wildest BGP. It is. Shit I mean, show. it is definitely. Okay, your... look at that photo right there. That's a beautiful photo. Wait, that's your photo. That's my photo. But it does not look like that's the See? photo you are taking. See, that does not look like the photo you're taking. Well, that's taking. the photo I was taking, and I got 252 likes. Because guess how many likes I got for Stephanie's photo? 800. Because this is. See, this is what I thought that you were shooting. You thought I was going selfie. I thought mode. you were just taking a yeah. picture of yourself. Yeah. No. Anyway. Well, great picture. It didn't look like you were taking that picture. Yeah. Which made for a great, incredible uh, internet fodder. That's why. That's so why. That was the uh, Rip Curl Pro World Champion deciding event. Yeah. Which that was you it. don't fully back or agree with, but you were entertained. What's the like the main takeaway? Do you want it all scrapped? No, I'm just asking for I your just, personal opinion. I thought it. I thought it was cool. Um, I thought Felipe finally gets his world title. I if, thought that if was Felipe awesome. didn't get it. That would have been gnarly. Yeah, the it beach. Been really the beach would have freaking exploded. But one el- one other thing that is kind of flying a little bit under the radar. This is the first time a world title has been won on anything besides a PU surfboard. Felipe won on a carbon, dark arts, quad. sharp eye, quad, swallowtail. And quad swallow on its own is, to me, cause for celebration because that's all I ride now. But the fact that this board was won on, you know, F1 style tech, uh, you know, this company from San Diego, dark arts, that started making these carbon boards and basically saying, well, you know, they're not going to work if it's windy. Mm-hmm. They don't work in bigger ways. All this stuff has been completely that's, that's debunked. That's everyone, everyone saying that. Yeah. Yeah, because Felipe was was carving through chop. Yeah. Like, like it was really... But, that, I mean, you also don't expect these results yourself. I mean, you should see me on the Dark Arts Quad. <laughs> <laughs> People think I'm switched but that's I think that was a re- that's a really cool it's point. It's pretty rad. That's a really cool point. Because we... I mean, surfers are definitely stubborn... Dorks. ...in terms of change yes i.e the rip girl wsl finals which caused an uproar when they announced it people are getting used to it now people got used to my wwe announcing after a few times did they maybe not people on the internet okay <laughs> no one on the internet liked it uh some people liked it all right i got positive feedback and you know me with negative feedback i love it i actually took some quotes but then i i can't find them you deleted them uh so during the one of the finals, Slater had said something about Felipe in Tahiti. Basically, he told Felipe, like, you need to worry about the title. You don't worry about what's happening here in Tahiti. Don't worry about what people are going to think of you for not paddling for waves. And they had this conversation, which is exactly what I said. And people skewered my ass for saying that. But when Slater says it, of course, everybody agrees with it. Well, of course. He's, he's Kelly Slater. But what, what, was, this, what was the conversation again? Just, just to update me. Basically, so Felipe didn't paddle for many waves in his first heat in Tahiti. I think he caught one wave and everyone's going, oh, no, he can't be champ. He's not charging, blah, blah, blah. And I said, devil's advocate, or I don't even know if it's devil's advocate, uh, analyst. I said, look. Devil's analyst. He is seated already at number one going into the Rip Curl WSL finals at a wave that he has absolutely owned for the past five years. So why risk getting injured, getting pitched right. for pride, for points, for, you know, people, the, yeah. the pundits, right? Yeah, yeah. And people that said I was an idiot, which I am, arguably. 
Um, I got a quote here from Chaz Smith. What does he say? This is actually nice. Chris Cote lounging on some odd stage must have caught my shock and blew me a kiss. He did look good, handsome, and confident. An almost perfect ambassador of life behind the wall of positive noise. So that is your typical beach grit Chaz compliment with a little... With a little twist, which I respect. So, anything else about the Rip Curl WSL finals? No. Oh, there was a shark. Yes, during you the broadcast. sent that to me. Yeah, but I wasn't the only one that saw it because Inherent um, Bummer sent it to me as well. There was fully a shark on the inside, inside, and then you said that Jack Robinson was flagging for the ski, and I didn't put two and two together at that point that that's what he wanted the ski for. Well, I don't know if that was what. Did you what see was. him when he was he was motioning like? Hey, like doing like doing like this. Was that what it was? I don't know. I but don't know. There either. was for sure a shark on the inside. Good sized fin. Not a dolphin. Not a dolphin. Yeah. No. Well, I know that obviously they have protocols and all that stuff in place and none of them nothing were used. stopped and and because I think last year there was a shark delay. There was fog delays, there were shark delays. Mm-hmm. Um this year I think they were racing the wind. Because yeah. literally, when it ended, yeah, it twenty minutes after, it just went. Whoosh. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I don't. Uh, that I don't was, know that was the other big that. star really, of that event. Yeah, um, your, your photo, uh, the two people that did well, and the stupid shark. face, as usual. Chris, can yeah. we talk about uh, the hurricane swell that came in at such a crazy direction? Along the coast here in California. Yeah, what hey, was don't worry, that? Don't worry about the door because we always have do- we have dogs, yeah, we, we have conditioners, jackhammers. Our guys have had enough. Yeah, our production team has had enough. Um, what was I gonna say is like th- we had this this trop- uh, hurricane K weirdest that became a tropical ever. storm that pushed this weird eastern direction swell into Encinitas. It's it was some of the most fun waves I've ever surfed here. Full novelty. The direction they came up the beach here was nuts. Were you surfing lefts or rights? Rights against the grain. Right. It was insanely okay, yeah. fun. It only lasted for two days. It's the East Coast. No, but even like the good part of that window was like an hour. Well, my best session was Saturday afternoon at yeah. 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It was sheet glass with these weird ass lines coming in. And it was just, it was crazy. Uh, it reminded me a lot of the surf on the East Coast, which coincidentally right. is getting pounded right now. In really? Amazing surf. Yeah, they've had really, really good surf over the past two days. Not very often do you see that red on Surfline where it's epic. The blob? Yeah. No. Where, where they, you know how it goes, the, gr- the good, fair, good. Yeah, yeah. Epic. Red, epic. Red, epic. Well, maybe next week let's call uh, an East Coaster and get the on the boots on the ground report. Yeah, we'll get some boots. Um. We want to say uh, thank you to United Airlines for re- reaming us yet again as surfers. Oh, wait, what? They've revamped their two-board policy. It has nothing to do with weight, length, size, or measurements. They just don't want you to have two boards, or they don't want you to have more than two boards. Wait. Eli Hanneman traveling to an event. Had five boards with him. Uh-huh. They made him open his bag. And the, Eli rides tiny boards. I mean, that that was a normal small board bag, lightweight, under fifty pounds or whatever it was, and they basically made him at the counter take three boards out. Hmm. And he opened his bag and he was like, "Well, should I start taking t-shirts and shorts out?" They go, "That's ridiculous." He goes, well, "Why is this? so? Don't fly United Airlines." But here's they suck. Here's something crazy though. I heard that United Airlines, and this is, and people, please correct me if I'm wrong. But United Airlines flying in and out of San Diego and some of these hub airports do not charge for boards. Well, I don't know if they're not charging for your boards, but... If you're over two boards. Regardless, and I saw but that this is on STAB, so it if all it's depends, wrong, it's on it their re- fault. All of this, with every every airport that you go to and everyone that travels with surfboards knows, it really depends on who you get as your as your ticket counter person. And I, I say this to you. Yes. When you walk into the airport, if you have board bags... You look at these people. You can tell an asshole from 50 feet away. Yep. You got to watch these people before you get there. And if someone, if, if at all of a sudden the, the way the line's going has you um, matched up with someone that you've identified as an asshole, let the person behind you go. I swear to God, this, and I was, I carried a, a board, a snowboard bag with like 15 boards in it for God knows how many years that weighed over 80 pounds. 
You how? Why did you travel with so many snowboards? Because we we're always going places. I was just on the road, right, forever. right, yeah. and skateboards and and sur- putting all snowboards. your snowboards. Yeah. yeah, but at any rate, side note, always you can tell a lot. A kind face is just watch the way they interact with people up there. If they're happy and they're having fun, and also the old foot underneath the tail when you put it on the scale works wonders. This is butter time too. This is these when are pro you put tips. On your pro tips. You put on your Eddie Haskell. Do you think anybody out there knows what Eddie Haskell? You put on a big you smiley put on face. That smile. Hello, how oh are my you? God. Did you get your hair cut? Wow, that looks really Whatever good. Whatever you can do. Doris. A compliment can save Hi, Doris. you a hundred bucks. That's Doris, all I can say. you having a good morning? Wow, your smile. And oh my gosh. another thing that also is another pro tip. If you are, if you can, check in at the curb. Oh. The curb does that's not. That's a bonus pro tip? They don't. They don't usually don't charge you. Those homies are cool. They're really cool, and you're paying them. You're and you tip them, them. You tip them. They don't charge you. These are pro tips. Depends on your airport. Some of the airports are a little more savvy with this shit than others because they are used to seeing surfboards come in. But yeah, and the best, the, obviously, the best thing you could do is do your research, and you know you can calculate don't, it. Don't be a dick, though. Don't be a dick. The more you're a dick, the less likely Never. you know you get more bees with honey than you do with um, yeah. If it vinegar, don't just take the cheapest flight. Do some research, figure out baggage fees and all that. Uh, who knows? You know, airlines change the rules all the time without telling anybody. This caught surfers off guard. Mm-hmm. The United Airlines policy. I'm an American Airlines frequent flyer myself. Look, I'm and a Spirit I Airlines guy. You're Spirit guy. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> and Spirit, as we know, has great policies. They um, do. Todd you, actually got punched by the pilot for yeah, asking for they, peanuts. Uh, they asked me if I wanted to breathe. Would you like preferred breathing or secondhand? Yeah, uh, you get that preferred, huh? Yeah, Twenty five dollars. So, Todd, you're a Cape Cod surfer sometimes. I am. I am. So, tell me about the ninety foot megalodon that is rumored. Uh, Chris, to be. well, this has been debunked, um, oh, but I it. thought this was really fun last week. You know, it was basically clickbait on the internet. Someone yeah. said sonar, a shark researcher's sonar has found the outline of a 60-foot megalodon. But if you read the article, at the bottom of the article it says, it turned out to be a school of fish. But you don't get that until you've already bought in, the ads have already done what they're supposed to do, but I freaking- I already bought that megalodon shark shield. I think that, I, I think that there's probably still megalodons out there. Yeah. There's things happening in the bottom of the ocean that we have no idea about. You've seen the fish with like the lanterns on their heads. There's shit. things like, happening in the corners of this office that I don't know what's happening. Right? Why shouldn't there be in the bottom of the ocean? Fully. Do you like those videos on Instagram of like shark, uh, uh, spiders in cars in Australia? Spiders in cars. In you know, like the, they're driving down the freeway and a spider this big oh, like dude. comes down or like goes. They see it and then it disappears. You want pull the car over, crash it in a ditch, and run. I have a I have a, a story. Please I, I may have told indulge. This, I may have told this story Give on, it. and forgive me because we've done a lot of these. But we have these spiders around uh, here in San Diego, right around October, called orb spiders. And these orb spiders, they just they'll start popping out, and they're about they're like the body is about the size of a of a nickel. I see they're pretty big. My they skin's can get crawling like, already. They can get like that big. But they're harmless spiders. They're just really, really big and intense looking. Yeah, don't like them. So I walked through my bushes one day and then got in my car. And, you know, first of all, don't go through the bushes when it's orb spider season. I'm driving on I-5 and I feel I feel something like thud on my leg. And I look down and there's dude. an orb spider like that big on my leg. Oh, my God, dude. I like, I, I, almost, fucking, I almost fucking crashed crashed the car i was like ah like trying to flick the thing off and then it was it was one of those moments but i can't even imagine what like one of those like a cane spider in hawaii if that was like in your car cane spiders are the size of my hand the australian spiders though will kill you no that's just the funnel web spider well okay that just the fun yeah but you're not the funnel web spider is like you have to like go to like funnel web territory bite through boots yeah, but like it's if you get your fucking foot in a funnel web I, spider den, they're not gonna funnel web in your I car. I would not trust an Australian spider. Never. Anywhere ever. Yeah, mate. Don't trust. Mate, that. I'm gonna don't, kill you, mate. Don't trust an like when the, a funnel web spider. I'll, I'll tell you the the I've been to Australia a bunch of times. I never sit on the toilet 
without checking. Really? Those things get in the toilet seat. What would it be like if a spider bit you on the balls? It would be horrible. Imagine a black widow. I would never go to the bathroom again. I would never go to the bathroom again. Well, you definitely would never have an erection again. No. Or 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 would you? We don't know. It might never go away. Debunked. Any other surf news? No, I think that's good. Oh, we got the Supergirl Pro happening this weekend. This weekend, it's waves be a on the way. Huge deal. Warm water. And I feel like it's going to be fun because it's like a kind of a relief. We've mm-hmm. we've gotten through the Rip Curl WSL finals, which was just are we going to have are we going to have excitement? Some, I know tension. that Chris Moore is going to be there. Will Chris Moore is going to be there. Are we going to have a Steph Gilmore? I bet Steph is straight first class back to Australia as she should be. She's living in Malibu or Malibu. She's in the boo. <laughs> oh yeah. I don't know, but I know, uh, I think Alyssa Spencer is going to win. Cool. Alyssa Spencer's on an absolute tear. This is going to be a fun event. So, uh, Supergirl pro is happening in Oceanside this coming weekend. And that was surf news. Skate news is brought to you by beneath apparel, BN three TH it's underwear that makes you chafeless world's best. And I, uh, I guess this is personal fun skate news, but um, this was great this weekend. The Mission Pacific Mini Ramp Jam was something that popped up on my radar, and they asked me to come announce and judge. Very cool. I've never judged a skateboard event. How'd that go? It was, it was rad. I was with Jamie Stone, Mini Ramp Master, Mm -hmm. Oceanside OG editor of Osider Magazine, and Dave Duncan. Everybody knows Dave Duncan. Dave's the, he's so rad. He's the best. It's 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 cool because his persona is like ah you know like skate. He's like the wild skate announcer guy. He took the reins on this thing. He goes, I got it, and he freaking planned this event. Right when we showed up, here's what we're doing. Here's what we're looking for for judging. Da da da. Boom, nailed it Dude, and Duncan, made it go so Duncan smooth. Duncan is he's OG dude. And he and he's like. He's like the nicest human being ever. He's so rad. He's like one of those guys that like reaches out to ask you like how you're doing. Like Dunk's yeah. Dunk gets a lot of shit, but he's like he's a gem. Yeah, he's he's awesome gem. and and uh, yeah. So it was a mini ramp. It was in between like in the courtyard of this big hotel. So where was this hotel in, in Oceanside? Yeah. So there's two new kind of like not high rise, but big Modern big hotels need. right on the beach, and the Mission Pacific Hotel. It's pretty rad because they put this contest on. Is it kind of like an action sporty hotel? Like yeah, yeah. It's super nice and like really well done. But they're very, you know, they they want surfers there. They want skateboarders there. Uh, Visit Oceanside. Put up the money for it. Nifties.oi helped organize it. We had pockets full of cash, like two two grand for best trick, and all the whole time. Just Kenny Anderson was there, rad. and Kenny was skating and ripping and doing backsmiths and backtails, and you're like, oh my god! And he just sat down. And he goes, I can hand out some money if you guys want. Just and so we like, yeah, we literally had like pockets filled with money. Every skater got something. Um, at the end of it all, we saw big ripping performance performances. Now I sound like a commentator. I saw Beaver Beaver Fleming did well. Beaver Fleming. What what if, what's the what's the Beaver Fleming's mini ramp game like, dude? So we all know his like flying through the air, undeniable. And so you got, so you had this kind of so these guys they skated their way to the finals. Bryce Wetstein won for the women. She was the highest placing female mm-hmm. in the final. Logo Frank, and you're a, Logan you're a Frank. fan of yeah. Logan Frank. Yeah. Uh, Heracles Fagundes is a Brazilian ripper, um, but it was between Sam Ogden and. Beaver Fleming. Two distinctly different styles of mini ramps. <laughs> I mean, you can't get much more different. Sam Ogden was super stylish, doing amazing tricks. One of our judges had him in the top spot. Beaver Fleming, though, it was undeniable. What was Beaver doing for tricks? Everything. Like weird. He was doing like, Miller the... flips. He was doing kicks off the right. rail. He was doing you know it was like tray a ni- flips, nitro kick flips, circus craziness. And you know it's like. Love him or hate him. I don't think anyone should hate Beaver because he's amazing. He's so positive and so rad. Like the showman, right? Yeah. And definitely not like your too cool or your cool style guy. He was wearing the tightest jean shorts ever with his underwear like two inches below the jean Shut shorts. The fuck up. And I'm like, Beaver, you need some longer shorts. And he's laughing and and Like Daisy Dukes? Like I would say kind of like BMX style. <laughs> right. 
um, jeans, jorts, but with he, underwear down. I think, I think he just le- like it's. He's one of those kids like when you were younger, that was so excited to leave the house in the morning that it didn't matter yeah. like what went on. I love I love Beaver because he truly does not care what anyone thinks about him in the most genuine and awesome way. Um, Josh Dirksen was ripping as well. Mm-hmm. Cannot talk Beaver, about without Beaver's Josh. Like, he went to the Travis Pastrana school. Of yeah. Of positivity and let's freaking do this. Yeah, and so it was. It was super fun to announce and judge. I think we got it all right. Very and cool. I get a text that that night. Great seeing you. Thanks so much for a great day, Beaver Fleming. Oh, that's cool. Who does that? Mm. Super rad. So let me. Did you get to skate the ramp at all? I didn't skate it. No. It was about 180 degrees yeah, and it was, it was a really super warm. heated. Yeah, session. really, really warm. Very <laughs> for me, Very sweaty. Uh, Josh Dirksen looked like he jumped in the ocean and <laughs> came back. He was that sweaty. Hey, so also we had some fun stuff going on um, on the East Coast. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. FDR. Indep- Philly side. Independent Trucks brings us the uh, Rip Ride Rally. Uh, the craziest drop-in, like DIY drop-in to like, now, it's high, like a, high mark on the so the transition to wall what do you so the things that base the pillars that hold up the freeway yeah this giant thing fdr is so fdr if you don't know about this park it's it's like burnside it's built under you know diy style but you know when when a event like that takes over the internet or the takes over instagram for the weekend that it was insane so much footage what was your what was your favorite part of this just kind of watching people um drop into this crazy wall ride thing that they made it was just like that that predominantly that's the footage that like i saw 60 feet how big was yeah, that it thing? was really big it was almost like a like a mega ramp freaking run into a quarter pipe of this big cement like bank it was almost like it wasn't really didn't really go to vert but it was so high it was just really intimidating and it's only like eight feet wide yeah. and it's crazy lee yankow was the guy that basically got to the top and his back was against the roof so scary so gnarly but guy i mean that all this stuff was kind of tailored for like the independent dudes like the liam paces and and that kind of chris russell's and the that radical of skating where you just do not care yes it was really fun to watch so that was that was really cool also um i believe there was a uh was there there was an event also in new york city this week a skate event at that skate park that's in the middle of the city. Lower East Side? Yeah. I forget what that was. But anyways. It, was, some, it happened, though. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was happened, awesome. Dude. It was on the internet. Uh, what else? Uh, the WAF weekend is upon it. Did it just happen? Is It just, just a, happened. It just happened. Yeah. So Wheels of Fortune Skate Like a Girl basically puts on this incredible weekend celebrating uh, female and diversity in skateboarding. It's put on by women it supports the lgbtq community it just looks like an amazing time yeah seattle they gave out a ton of boards they basically helped build the skate scene on a massive scale yeah and an event like that i mean that that is so needed and so amazing and yeah we have a bunch of friends alex white was up there Mm -hmm. and putting that on so i'm sure you can check out uh Skate like a girl and the Wheels of Fortune weekend. It's That'll, everywhere. Yeah, it'll be uh, on the on in, in your phone. And what better place to have one of our homies get their first pro model? Nicole House got given her real skateboards. Surprise! Her parents were there. A great and surprise. The whole thing, like it was. It's really cool. Like, but I still, I'm kind of, I don't understand this new way of turning people pro, where they're what already competing and being paid and. Like, oh. but you're not pro until like like Jimmy Wilkins, for example, a couple months ago, yeah. gets a pro model board from Real, but like literally he's been winning like the biggest skate events for like years prior to that, and he but he wasn't pro. Well, remember back in the day, or you you have a pro model, and that's what makes you pro. yeah your name on a board. But back in in my day of competition, the the beginning part, I'm sure the beginning of your part, if you accepted money at an event, yeah, you're pro, you're pro. And you had to sign. Did you have to sign the form? In my I'm day, pro or am. In my day, it was if you're over eighteen, you're in the pro men's. No matter what. No matter what. Did you? Do you remember the first yeah. time you won money and you're like, I'm a pro snowboarder? What yeah. was it? Um, it was the New England Cup, and and we got like five hundred bucks at first. Dude, yeah. you're pro. Pro. Congrats. P- 
pro. That was my running joke at the mini ramp contest. Pro I gave AF? someone five dollars. You're pro. You're pro. You get paid to skate. Congratulations. Sick. Five bucks. That's awesome. So congratulations yeah. to Nicole. Um, we need people like her in skateboarding. I would love a Nicole house board. We'll get one. For sure. You get two. What do you mean? I don't know. One each. <laughs> uh, snowboarding news brought to you by uh, Bachon. I have. You have some snowboarding news. Some snowboarding news. Maybe roundabout snowboarding news. So right now. Right, or actually, no. Next weekend. Next weekend. Is the Love Your Brain 6th Annual Golf Tournament. Um in vermont uh this is hosted by jack matrani and it's kevin pierce's foundation i love it already you know and it's basically about tbis and um raising money for tbi awareness and benefits for that and it's tbi traumatic brain injury thank you and it's a it's this big thing and it's going down in vermont and there's going to be a lot of pro golfers and all kinds of stuff are going there Jack Matrani, legendary snowboarder Jack's from the, the East best, Coast, right. uh, will be um, the host, and it should be really fun, and it's kind of a kickoff towards winter. It doesn't feel like winter's coming, but winter's coming. Also, tonight, actually, myself and um, my partner, Sue Izzo, and the sports media... So that was your partner. Well, the other partner. Okay. Uh, sports management mastermind. We are doing a free class about helping... You know, you're talking about people going pro... We're kind of like this. This program that we're doing is basically helping those um, kids and their parents who are their, you know, their kids have phenomenal talent and they're coming up in the snowboard, skateboard, surf industry. My right. expertise, obviously, is in snow, and to negotiate your first contract, and right. even if it's five hundred bucks a month, yeah, whatever. But there's Let's pitfalls in there, so that's what we're doing to um, kind of celebrate the beginning of snowboard season. Also, we've had some some crazy stuff go down in New Zealand. It's it's still yeah whatever when do we when are we gonna see the big oh, snowboard movies uh actually i just got um the preliminary movie of backyard boogie three by griffin siebert okay um i just saw it and it's uh that's like the beginning of the snowboard movies are coming out oh right yeah they're starting but you know it's everyone's like in edit mode um and the new snowboard movie should be dropping end of this month in October. Hell I keep yes. forgetting, like September, you know, we had one year and when I was living in Colorado that um, Loveland ski area is usually the one of the first to open in the United States between Loveland and A Basin. One year we Loveland ski area opened up on October first. Love that. And that Lovely. was like one of the craziest winters. So who knows? It's coming. It may seem like it's it's uh, really hot right now, but Winter comes up and smacks you in the We're ass. sweating. We're sweating and ready for it. Uh, that was uh, that was snowboard news. Yeah, well, that's all I'm willing to give you. What? I was going to ask you about Quicksilver snowboard news. Okay, go ahead. What's up with Quicksilver snowboard news? Quicksilver. Well, snowboard I see. News. I saw your hat and it reminded me because I know, like with Quicksilver, you're in there. It's winter time. Mm. You got to start thinking about Quicksilver snowboarding news. Oh, we got. I mean, look, we got big news. We're dropping. already thinking about. It. Am I? We're already thinking about like next season. Can I be? This season's on, already over. Can I be on the snow, te- what, snow team? The gotcha thing didn't pan out. Do <laughs> you need some gear? Yeah. Todd, Chris, I want you to be my team manager. Chris needs some gear from Quicksilver. I'm going to start we'll snowboarding again this year. We're always thinking about snowboarding. Just wait. What? I'm going to snowboard again this year. We'll use that it's going to be amazing. But that one's like an antique now. Do I need a new board? Yeah, I think you need a new board. <laughs> I know people. Uh, Nerd News is brought to you by Bachon's. Oh. Yeah, Bachan's barbecue sauce. Fuck Why not? Yeah, They're awesome. Is. Bachan's means family. It's my family. I have. Uh, oh, what? Todd is football season. <laughs> Sports. I don't know anything about it. Um, Who's the big footballs this year? Are you uh, doing? Um, are fan- you doing fantasy football? Fantasy. It's my fantasy. Are you doing it? It's my fantasy. I'll keep it to myself. <laughs> are you doing fantasy football? No. You don't. But you have in the past. I don't know. Have you ever won money? No. 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 Foolish. no. What's, um, what's your favorite team? I don't know. See? Football news is already off to a mega start. I don't know, Chris, Todd. you missed um, incestual dragon uh, rapey. Don't spoil it. I didn't say it. anything. You said incest and you said dragon. That's just what's in the story. That's like that's the description of the show. You talking about the Osbournes? <laughs> <laughs> House of the Dragon continues Game of Thrones. to be awesome. When does... Okay, sorry. What? You can continue. I have a different question about a different show. Um, did you watch Lord of the Rings? I was just going to ask you, when does Lord of the Rings get good? It's good now. Because I'm... It's, it's building. 
I'm in the second episode. It's building. Homie what? just fell this to is, the this earth. This is the part of the series. Every series has beats, right? God, you it's have slow. You have world building, character development. Then you have the mid-season pivotal point where, like, cut. okay, now we know what the story is. The mid-tier that, cut, like Game of Thrones? The mid-tier cut, like all the characters that don't matter. We don't talk about them anymore. And then we okay. push on through the end of the series where it eventually climaxes with the cliffhanger. Mm, climax. You know what I do like about Game of Thrones is this is one of the only shows that you get excited for. And they don't put it all out there so you can binge the whole thing. And it's like, yeah. next, this is all, ah, what day? It's it's only Saturday? I got to wait another day? Do there you, hasn't been shows like that in a while. There's, I mean, if you map your, if you map your week out good, because this is, we're coming up, we're coming yeah. into peak awesome time. Because we've peak got, peak nerd. I don't know if you time. like Handmaid's Tale. Did you watch Handmaid's Tale? Uh-uh. Okay, Handmaid's no. Tale is fantastic. But Handmaid's Tale starts this Wednesday. I'm... I like that show because I feel like it's a good way for me to get prepped for what's going to happen in two more years in, America? in the United States. Yeah. Okay. So we have Handmaid's Tale on Wednesdays and or premieres next week, next Wednesday. Wow, not this all this Wednesday. is coming in so hot. Okay, so Andor will be on Wednesdays, Handmaid's Tale on Wednesdays. So then you, you know, you what do you want to watch on Wednesday? You want to watch Andor or you want to watch Handmaid's Tale? So then you kick out one of those shows to Thursday and then Friday is Lord of the Rings and then Sunday is Game of Thrones. And depending, I mean, you've already got a good, like you could look forward to Wednesday on. Okay. I'm in. Okay. I'm just telling you how to plan your week. I'm in. Do you have any other nerd news? Ah, oh, No. Yeah. Well, but this is a nice and tidy episode. We're about an hour and eight minutes, so that's good. That's good. I've got some questions for Let's us go. here. Questions are brought to you by Beneath Apparel, B and three T H. We apparel. already use Beneath Apparel. New Greens. New Greens is bringing us the questions Whatever that you need want. to be answered. Okay. This question is from Miles Albaladejo. What is he Miles saying? Albaladejo says, were you told to make the WSL Final <laughs> Surfer introductions WWE style, or did you come up with that on your own? We talked about this at the top of the show. I had a directive to get the crowd pumped, to get the viewers at home excited for Pump what they were going to see, and Pump that's what up. I did. Coming up next, surfing in the white jersey. How come you didn't say that? From Encinitas, Why California. Why did you say that? I did. Wearing the white No, I trunk. did. You did? Yeah. Thanks oh, for listening, cool. Todd. Oh. Very supportive friend. I don't listen with the so, volume on. Uh, we had how these events work, especially big events like the Rip Curl WSL Finals. Mm-hmm. See, I say the actual name. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a meeting before. We, have, we met on Wednesday. And, oh, my gosh. Wednesday at Lowers was so good, and there was only about 15 people out. Why? Because I think everyone just thought that it was going to be a zoo from the contest and all that. So I showed up. I just had a backpack, normal shorts, and a shirt, and no gear. Did you bring a surfboard? No. Oh. No trunks, no gear. I get there. It's firing. I'm running up and down the beach. I borrowed my friend. So Sean, uh, a photographer named Sean um, at Waterworks Productions. Yeah, Sean at Waterworks. Um, his friend, this uh, a Japanese girl, had a tiny little shortboard there. It was tiny. I'm like, I don't care. I'm riding it. And I was going to go out in my underwear. <laughs> I ran into <laughs> Mick Fanning. You get you, Mick Fanning I'm like, your shorts. What's up, Mick? And we're talking. I'm like, oh, my God. It looks so fun out there. No one's going left. This is amazing. I just borrowed this board. I got him surfing my underwear. He's like, mate, this is the type of person Mick Fanning is. Mate, puts his towel on, takes his trunks off, gives them to me. Wow. Literally, this is more than shirt off his back. Trunks off his butt. <laughs> Did you? Do you still have them? Oh yeah, no. And I said I'll bring them back tomorrow. He's like, he's a mate. He's like, I I have more of these at home. We should auction so, those off. Mick Fanning, you're awesome, and I had such a great session. Uh, it was just, it was all time. That's cool. I didn't know, like, nobody was going left. Weird. And there was probably four or five of us paddling on the left, going, "What is this happening?" So it was, how's it was min- pretty how's rad. How's the miniature shortboard? Super fun. I like tiny little boards. Low, so lowers is so out. good, though, that it doesn't matter. If you can paddle in, you're going to have a good time. I hadn't surfed there in five years. And I the first wave I got, I'm like, okay, I remember now yeah. why I used to come here every freaking week. Did you, when you were younger, did you go to lowers all the time? All the time. All the time. Once a week, at least. I got a message from Bone. What's Bone? <laughs> Nick Thoman. Bone. What's up, Bone? 
Why didn't the WSL provide you with a Bruce Buffer style custom suit for announcing the ringside matchups prior to each heat or finals? At Seems least, like they sold you short on that one. At least people are paying attention. I love that. Um, I thought about a bow tie, and I think that with the act I was about to mm-hmm. put on, the performance I was about to put on, that would have been a little much. A little but thank you for uh, for us. What? Um, Adam Etzart, big time fan, friend of the Monday Mass. Um, this is a great question. I'm going to let you go answer this one first, mm-hmm. Todd. Monday Mass question from Adam Etzart. Do you like to listen to live albums or strictly listen to studio albums? You know... A music question, man. Thank you. I, I kind of like studio albums better. I think live albums are... They're good, but you don't get the same... I don't know, the same experience. I, what, how do you feel about that? I, I'm going to go with the studio albums. I like studio albums better. Um, you know, I feel like... I feel like uh, some studio albums obviously reign supreme, you know, and there's a time and a place. I've DJed before and accidentally played a live version of a song and people are like, what the hell? But at your house sometimes, you know, like there's just certain live albums that are recorded so well and they just sound so amazing. Like Cheap Trick Live at Budokan was a bigger hit for them than most of their other albums. Have you ever been at a show where... where they later released it as a live album. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So every, nearly every Fugazi show is available as a live album. Huh. There's a, there's a Fugazi website that you can go on and listen to nearly any and every Fugazi show ever. It's insane. I think we were, when I was younger, I was at a Metallica show that they recorded. Right. In New England. It's pretty cool when that happens. Um, this is actually funny. So I, had to take down all my band's music cut you up and put it back in the system to get it on spotify and all that i uploaded a yeah, live, live version yeah. literally recorded on my was that phone. like a wedding like what was where it was, was at that the belly at? up like it was it was a great show it was like someone's party because it was like you were giving, total mistake you're giving shout outs to like some dude in the audience total mistake <laughs> and i can't figure out how to fix it <laughs> so i need to re-release that you need to re you need, you I need to re-release it, need to it the studio version of s and it's probably our most popular yeah. song s and m dance and i blew that one so yes <laughs> I, I love live versions i thought it was great uh we got a question here from bayou bangle aka gumbo and grits monday mass as a displaced and disgruntled charger fan who will you be cheering for in this Ooh. nfl season Hard Ooh. question for Chris. I've been going Raider Nation just because I'm anti-Chargers, but I'll probably go – I'm going to go for a little bit of Rams. I'm going to go for a little bit of Lions just because I watch them on Hard Knocks and I like them. Um, and I gotta, you got to go for Tom Brady. Love him or hate him. I'm sitting next to a Tom Brady-esque type of guy right here, Todd Richards, the GOAT. Really? You're the GOAT of this podcast. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Uh, that might be all the questions that I have. Um, I feel like uh, we did we did what we came here to do. Oh wait, what? Chris Cantori. What does he say? Um, just posted from oh, feral to fabulous. What a difference love, food, and shelter makes. Walter the cat wandered into Cantori's life. Look at that photo. I know. He, Chris Cantori got a street cat. Yeah. And now it's like a house cat. Yeah, it looks like a fabulous multi thousand dollar cat from a cat that just looks. Looks like what the cat dragged in. Anyway, that's been the Monday Mass. We'll see you guys and talk to you guys next week. I think, um, yeah, we'll we'll have. We're gonna we're probably we're gonna do some research. We're gonna do super well. What are you talking about? This was a good one. We had we we had an argument about the WSL, which I love. Thanks WSL. We'll talk to you guys next week. Love that finals. Goodbye now. Beep.